Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if a story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry, feathered, or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Thank you, TV's Adam Zwar in the US Army Blues Two Vets Talk Pets podcast. Big band orchestra. Welcome, listeners, to episode number 10. We made it to double digits. It's good, isn't it? How good is that? They said you'd never make <laughs> The singing vet, he's back. <laughs> I am Dr. Robbie Anderton, uh, and I am joined by uh, the, uh, the the podcast editing extraordinaire, Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Lewis, who spent uh, so long trying to get rid of our echoes the last time. It must have sounded like you are uh, you know, felt like you're talking to dolphins dealing with so much in the way of echoes and that sort oh, of stuff, Oh, yeah, mate. mate. The sonar effect. Yeah, definitely. Luckily, this time we've got no echo, 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 echo. What was that? That? What? That? that. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know, it must be the acoustics in the pod cave, mate, like you said, that uh, we're just getting rebounds off everything, so yeah, hof- hopefully we've got that fixed. We've, we've put a bit of a gap between us tonight. No, I know, we've got to squint to try and sort of check out and make sure you're there, <laughs> are mate. You it's there? Been- Where are you, Robbie? <laughs> I think I can see you. We need the cone of silence, mate. You know, the old Get Smart episodes where you just sort of, you know, the cone comes down to help to try and, uh, you know, cut out, you know, it was... Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Or, no, ma- maybe, or maybe we could just get an Elizabethan collar and put it around the microphone so we don't pick up each other <laughs> talking or something like that. <laughs> just put it around ourselves <laughs> and just have to hold the microphone yeah, down, down, uh, yeah. the, down, the, down the Elizabethan <laughs> collar. Oh. Um, well, ma- ma- maybe we should try and eat some eggs. You know, you'll just eat lots of eggs and so then we yeah. can use the egg cartons on the walls like a, like a soundproofing oh, thing. Like you're thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we could put those on the inside of the, uh, the Elizabethan collars. <laughs> Oh, I thought you just right. meant to put them on our heads, just <laughs> so. <this. laughs> no, there's, there's no room with the tinfoil hats yeah, for that oh, one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's things been, mate? Uh, yeah, not too bad, thank you, mate. We've been, uh, you know, b- busy and up at work and, uh, you know, having a bit of... Uh Having a bit of fun at work at the moment, yeah. You know, yeah Done yeah, any running, running lately? I have, yes, yeah, yeah. We've um, we uh, I did the uh, uh, we had the Wings for Life run last oh, weekend. Yeah. So yeah. The, the Wings for Life run is a uh, the charity one that's that's run all around the world. So it's sync uh, synced up so that everyone in the world starts at the same time. Just so happened that Melbourne's time was 9 p.m. on the Sunday night. Oh, you yeah. Know, which oh, is our, lovely you know, time. Oh, School mate. night. Oh, gee. So, standing there on the on the at the start line and, um, you know, so they get you down there. So, it's a, uh, the Melbourne one goes along the uh, Monash Freeway. Yep. So, it starts at the Turak Road on-ramp and then just you just run. You just go, you know. And so, the way that the Wings for Life run works is that there's no finish line. What there is is there's a chase car. And so, what happens, everyone starts at, the, at 9 o'clock in Melbourne then at 9.30 half an hour later they release the chase car and then uh, after a half an hour it's so it starts at 15 kilometers per hour then it increases its speed every half an hour 15 kilometers ah. 16 kilometers 17 kilometers and this happens everywhere around the world so there's ones in America there's a few in Europe there's one in Pretoria um, and so uh, yeah you know the you, you start running and away you go but um so we're at the start line at eight o'clock so they had to get us on there ready to go 
and I can sit there, it's getting cold, and it's dark, and I'm yawning, thinking, just kind of wish I was in bed, you know? Um, and my plan was to run 16K. Yeah, how'd so, you go? Um, so I got to 17.2. Fantastic. Good um, effort, mate. And and so the, a couple of weeks beforehand, I, w- I was doing the drive along there to try and yeah, check out the terrain, oh, see what yeah, it was you're like. Oh, yeah, doing, right? doing a, 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 pre- a recon. Yeah, recon, yes. Recon. Yeah. Right, and I was driving along going, yeah, this isn't bad. There's a little bit of an uphill one, but then it's mostly downhill, and yeah. then it's just a gentle uphill one. Yeah, it's gentle uphill when you're in the car doing 100 <laughs> kilometres per hour. Right, I had a look at my Garmin app when I when I uh, got in the bus at the end of it, and like seriously, the last half of it is just it's all freaking uphill. Oh. And I was looking at it going, bloody hell! So so running along in the dark with a, um, a few of my dad mates from school, and um, we've uh, the the uh, four horsemen of the apocalypse come riding up behind you on their bikes, going the chase cars 200 metres behind oh, you. All right. And so I've looked at my watch on the motorbikes like, or, or pedal bikes. They're just on push. Bikes, just on pedal bikes. Yeah, yeah. So um, they've come up saying that the chase car's 200 metres behind you. And I've looked at my watch. We've done 16 and a half Ks. So I said to Maddie, um, who was running with me, I said, come on, mate, we've got, we got to try and get to the 17 K mark. Yes. So, so we've put turned the afterburners on. So it's like you know, 10.30 at night, pitch black. My legs are as sore oh, as hell. Yeah. I've been running uphill for the last five Ks. And then just try and take up there. So we ended up managing to get to the 17 Ks before the well chase done. car came along. So yeah, it was good fun. It was really, Fantastic. really good fun. So um, uh, and I saw um, uh, Sam Snelling, friend of the oh, show. Oh, yeah, Sam. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Um, Saw him there. Specialist there, there with surgeon. His family. Yeah. Very so well-known specialist surgeon in Melbourne, yes. Okay. Yeah. So I, I spotted him out in the crowd. It's kind of easy to uh, spot out Sam. He yeah, sort of towers above he's everyone. A, he's a tall know. guy, isn't he? I wonder yeah. who he went. I didn't actually hear. Did you hear it? Do you know who he went? Or? No, no, no. Huh? I did, didn't say. No, did, no. Did you meet any other celebrities after the race, I didn't. Mate? No, no, no. After uh, the, after no, the last time no. we were talking about Charlie Bickering, no, I've been char- keeping my eye out. Yeah, no chance. Zero. Any updates on Charlie during I've the week? I've heard nothing, mate. I've phone heard nothing. Calls, no phone no, calls. No. no. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm under a pseudonym on Facebook, so maybe he's been looking for me and he can't oh, find me. That's that'd be it, mate. For that sure. Might, might, that might be it. I'd yeah, there might be another Robbie Anderton that's trying to, uh, yeah, that he's trying to get in contact with. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. going out on second dates. Isn't that Robbie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's no. funny. I don't recognise you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I did everything I could, mate. We went on Twitter. I dropped him, you know. Tagged him and everything. Tagged him on Instagram. I saw that. Crickets, yeah, you, you even uh, even even uh, you know, cut your, his face into yours on the uh, on the picture too. <laughs> well, I thought you, fantastic. The way you're talking over him, mate. He's going, he's going to take over the the, the co-host <laughs> role. My 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 uh, my cameo performance. Yeah, he's yeah. going to take over and uh, only had you warm in the seat for nine episodes, <laughs> mate. And then it's time time to get the big guns in. That's yo. right. If, Third got a bit of traction with a third of the way there to the to the thirty, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and thought, yeah, let's bring in some big guns, spot on. That's right. And how about you, mate? What have you been up to? Uh, oh, not a lot, mate. Look, Mother's Day yesterday, which was nice, you know. Yes. Um, you know, what did, What did you do for Deb? Oh, look, we we went out to lunch, uh, yeah, just a local cafe, which is nice, and then went to the footy, went oh. and saw Richmond, um, and and North play at Etihad. So, it's so fantastic. Went and watched some uh, some kangaroos fed to the line, uh, to fed to the Tigers. Yeah, did you? The kangaroos did okay, actually. Did they? Deb's, Deb's a kangaroo supporter, although oh. more more a Wayne Carey era supporter. I think oh, she, right, okay, the glory quite, days. She couldn't quite name who the captain was, but. <laughs> <laughs> I, try, I was trying to convince her as Mason Wood, their newest recruit, that, oh, okay. that he was the captain. She's like, oh, really? I haven't heard of him. No, no, no. She goes, I think it was, is it Jack Treble? And I've gone, oh, might be Zeeble. Jack Zeeble <laughs> might, be the, might be the captain. Anyway, Jack Treble's a little bit further up in the alphabet. Yeah, you know? yeah. that's right. But yeah, Deb had a, um, a Mother's Day lunch that... Um, that she had uh, on, on Friday, which right. is a lunch set up for the, for the ladies at, at um, 
at the school and it's, it's a fantastic event. They all look forward to it, you know. The mums, they don't get out a lot. You know, well, maybe they do, but perhaps not. So they, <laughs> they all get dressed up and, you know, they go out to lunch and there's champ, free champagne supplied and, nice. and on tap. And so, you know, I did the, did the, kid, the pick up, picked up, you know, my kids and some other kids and then some yeah, other people's other kids, kids as well. You know, yeah. Poor carload of kids. Every, that's all fine. They come back to our place and the kids are having fun. And the girls are obviously out fun. And about six o'clock, you know, it's been about six hours they'd been at the, the function. Deb sort of texts me, oh, you know, can you come and pick me up? So yeah. it's at a local local place. So I've, I've um, kind of headed down to pick her up. And I thought, look, yeah, I thought, oh, it's probably the end of the function. There'll be a few people there, be a few stragglers, you know. Deb and her friend Sophie, yep, come pick them up. I might play a little bit of a joke, you know. I've got a chauffeur's hat. Right, so nice. I pop the chauffeur's hat on. They've got a double-pressed coat. And a pair of I found a pair of Deb's uh, sort of uh, black leather gloves, and I put them on. Nice. Thought, yeah, here's the, the chauffeur going to pick them up. Be perfect. So, you know, rocked up, parked out the front. Yep. Oh, this looks like the place. Walked in. I thought, yeah, you know, there'll be maybe five, six of them left. Yeah. Walked in, smack ban a hundred women. Really? A hundred ladies still. I reckon it was they're all tying it on. Yeah, yeah. And smack ban in the middle. They're all on the champagne. Smack ban walked dead into them. And in walks Mate. you with your leather gloves. Exactly. Da, 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 well, da, da. I felt like the last meat sausage of that vegan <laughs> Bunnings barbecue, mate. I was like, oh. So they're all standing there. And uh, the first thing that ladies come to me, straight up to me, whispering to me, going, are you the stripper? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you were saying. I was like, I was, I was slightly put off by it. I thought, my first thought was, oh, if I'm the stripper, I think you'd be wanting your money back about yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got a fetish, Lewis. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it must have been a special sort of uh, request for that yeah. sort of stripper. <laughs> Mother, Mother's Day, all the other one, you know, all the um, the uh, the the Oz, uh, you know, the Australian Power Down yeah, Under boys. That's right. They're, they're, they're already booked out. Yeah, have you, know? you got any sort of middle-aged bald men? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a vet. I don't know. You know, yeah. caring yeah. loves animals. Yeah. You know? My second thought was when she said that to me was like, oh, I feel like a piece of meat. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I feel. You know, but a good piece of meat, like, like a, a scotch well, fillet or a scotch you know, something. Fillet, you know, yeah, it's yeah. certainly a good piece Waterhouse, of meat. Waterhouse, yeah, 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 yeah. Top, top, top shelf sort of thing. Third thought though I had was, do you remember Peter Andre? Now, Peter Andre, yeah, Peter yeah. Andre the singer. Yes, you're the singer. Give us some kind of sign. Give me some kind of sign. sign girl? Is that the one? Oh, I do believe so. Do you remember so, yeah. he, he had the full physique? Oh, he had the he had really the, good six pack. He had about an eight pack. Yeah, I reckon. he did. Yeah. And you remember they went to interview him before a show once and walked into the green room. Yeah, and he was there doing you know a thousand sit ups and crunches before <laughs> the show. And that was my third thought. I haven't done any sit-ups. Oh no! Yeah. So, so that was <laughs> that was my fun sort of Mother's Day um, scenario, and um, Deb had a great time. Um, but yeah, picked her up, and uh, and you know, all went all went really well. Jesus, did any of the other any of the other uh, you know husbands sort of turning up as uh, you know to be put on display as well? It wasn't a setup, was it? You well, know, Deb didn't maybe. get you in there to. Uh, yeah, sort of show off. Yeah, going, oh, yeah, oh look at this. Oh, you know? do you reckon? Do you reckon? Yeah. Oh, now, oh. ladies coming through, we've got <laughs> Lewis Kirkham. Yeah, Get what, your checkbooks out. And what a trophy husband I am, mate. <laughs> 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 it's the last thing you should be doing, definitely. Have, have you seen on, um, uh, I think it's at the corner of Victoria Street and, and Bridge Road in Richmond. Um, it's no. near the old, um, uh, there's a, it used to be a uh, like 24-hour um, uh, shop there, but there's an actual uh, uh, shop there called you know, Trophy Wives. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll look at look out for one next to that Trophy Husband set up <laughs> yeah. by, you know. Maybe that's next what door. we could do. Yeah. Next door, we could do that. We could yeah, do that. Trophy, trophy Husbands. Husband. What do they sell at Trophy Wives? 
Oh, I don't know. You know, maybe, I think there'd be uh, yeah, maybe manicure, pedicure. You know, oh, maybe. is that kind of? I like think that sort of trophy. I don't think they shop. actually sell trophy wives. Oh, I think it's, oh. I think it's they're, they're helping to try and deck out the the women who who feel like they are trophy oh, trophy wives. Right. Oh, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. okay. should, should that be what they you know want to do? All right, fantastic. Yeah, look, before we go on, I just want to welcome our Mada. We've got a, a listener in Madagascar and a really? listener and, a, and a, a regular listener in, in Romania. So welcome to a Madag well might be one Madagascan uh, person who's listening. Listening, Madagascan owner, or maybe what are those little those things with the big eyes in Madagascar called? Oh, the I um, probably should have researched that oh, before. Oh, yeah, the, I the one up. that was in the movie. The um, yeah, they're not yeah. allowed to stare you in the eye, or they they, they kill you. Or so. Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, no, no, welcome, yeah. welcome, one, welcome, welcome, all. welcome from Madagascar yeah, and Romania, the, and uh, Romania, the home of vampires. Is that right? Are they Transylvania. Oh, Transylvania you're in, in Romania. Romania? Pretty sure <laughs> it's a suburb of. Let me do some research. Yeah, <laughs> it's its own state. Alrighty, now I also had a bit of a comment on Facebook. That apparently, I'm fading in and out on my microphone. Are you really? Well, apparently. So, well, I think that I think that happened last week because you were reaching over for your letters from the Queen. Ah, uh, yes, that would have been it. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Trying to get them with my white gloves is not. Yeah, so that's right. Not. Yeah, you're just trying to put your white gloves because you had to take your leather gloves off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you already had me duly impressed with the letters. You didn't have to impress me with the uh, the, the digit wear as the, well. The, the rectal gloves next week, mate, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, let's go to the disclaimer. All right, all advice on this show is general in nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up-to-date information, but as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing, please let us know if we have missed anything or if you need any clarification. Fantastic. So, what bang, you got? Onto the meaty, onto the, 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 the meaty goodness, the, the, so... The good stuff, the scotch fillet. The scotch fillet, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now, none of this low and slow, you know, just casserole beef, sinewy, you know. <laughs> slow uh, cook. Sort of slow stuff. cook, you got to cook it for four hours just so you can digest it. Nah, nah, this is the prime cut. Right. Um, so anyway, so Mother's Day, right, so you're saying... Uh, oh, yeah, so, yeah. So, so I went to um, mum and dad's yesterday. Um, uh, I had a bit of a cheat Mother's Day because Christina and the kids went down to her mum's place. Oh, um, yes. And so I had Saturday night, I went to the movies by myself. Oh, um, what'd you and, see? Quick, uh, quick. A, a quiet place. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. perfect. Quiet place, well, quiet time. it wasn't actually. <laughs> have, have you ever yelled at anyone in the cinemas? Oh, I uh, don't think I have, Robbie. You haven't, right? Have you, Robbie? Oh, I have, as a matter of fact. <laughs> so, so uh, a quiet place, you know. Um, the uh, like I'm a sci-fi, you know, nut. So, um, the the mm-hmm. the premise of it is, um, aliens have invaded Earth, and if you make a noise, they can hunt you, right? Right. So, so everyone has to be quiet. Oh, good movie for kids. Great movie for yeah, kids. Yeah. Well, gee, with you know, spoiler, not really a spoiler alert because it happens in the first five minutes. But um, yeah, a kid gets taken. <laughs> you know. Oh. You know, I could have written it. Yeah, I know. There you go. <laughs> you know. Um, so um, we're in the movie, and uh, it was like a like half past seven um, thing. So it's full of teenagers, you know, and tweens and that sort of stuff. And yeah. there's these two two young blokes. It would have been fourteen or fifteen sitting next to me, and um, it's you know quiet, atmospheric tension what? building, and these kids are in there going. Oh, you're kidding me. And I got no. I'm no. just going to focus. I'm going to focus on the movie. Got, got halfway through, and I turned around and um, you know, cover your ears if anyone's got <laughs> sensitive ears. I turned around and said, "You shut up, you head!" Oh. Right? Yeah, you have to might have to put a yeah, you know, bleep, 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 bleep that one. Head. Um, and and 
they shut up. It's the most powerful wow. I've ever felt. You know? Good on you. I, I, I can't make my kids be quiet. Anyway, so um, so uh, was so yeah, movie review. Good, good movie. Not yeah. bad. Was yeah, there yeah. a lot of you know teenagers in there? Was there a lot of the uh, the big yawn and stretch, and then the arm draping across the shoulder of the of the lady next door, or was there any of that going on? Oh, I, I don't know. They, you they, didn't they notice. Were, they, they looked. They were, oh, I wasn't looking because you know. <laughs> 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 I, w- I was actually thinking about going down the front of the cinemas, but because these clowns next to me, I saw they were they were eating you know some chocolate covered thing. I thought if I go and sit in front, they're just gonna be sitting there oh, piffing about me the whole at time. You. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh. So I thought no, bugger that. I'll just you know tell them to shut up. And it worked. Anyway, so um, so Mother's Day, Mother's Day. So I went to Mum's place and Christine and the kids' car. So it was I was on cooking duty. So yes. um, and I was talking to Mum because Mum does a lot of um uh, uh training um at the Shepherd Club in Cranbourne, and she was talking about um the colours that dogs see. Oh yeah. And um and it's something where you know I've I've had people ask me in consults and. I never really kn- know. Yeah, you know, yes. it's, a, it's, a, it's 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 got nothing to do with anything of um you know I guess a a, a diagnostic or you know yeah um, we're never really taught it are we I suppose not not really not no no in, it's yeah. it's interesting but it doesn't really have any clinical application yes. so so we so we never learned it so I went home and had a read so, so what'd you find out mate so what I've got um is so um oh hang on that's not the right sheet let me find the right sheet. No, talk, some, talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, though, talk listeners. about Here we go. Yeah. Righty go. Yep. So, what colours can dogs and cats see? So, um, humans are what's called trichomates. Or yeah. trichomates, yeah, but pardon my pronunciation. So trichomatic. We've got trichomatic. So, we've got three different coloured um, rods. So, green, reds and blues. Yeah. Um, so, the, the rods are on your retina, aren't they? The back of your eye. Correct. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. So, so, you've got um, uh, rods and cones. Yeah. Um, of which I believe the, the cones are for... Um, are for Light and the rods are for the colours. Oh, I, think. I don't know. You're testing me there, Mark. You, uh, you're the you, right, Robbie. Cones. You've oh, done sorry, the research. Cones. This I is know. your gig, mate. Oh, Come on. Yeah, sorry, cones. Yeah, yeah, cones. Here we go. So, um, <laughs> gee whiz. Yeah, this is this is why we're doing. It's late at night, Pearl. It's been a busy day. Yeah, busy day, busy Robbie's, day. Robbie's um, had a day full of surgery. So, so humans have got um, have got three. We can see red, blue, and green. And so that's like you know, in the old um, the old TVs where if it got wet, you could see red, blue, and green. And so the combinations of all of those that can then make the millions yes. of wonderful primary colours. Yep, yep, that's right. Um, uh, so we can see all the colours in, in infant variations, but most mammals are dichromates. So that means they only have two types of cones. So um, so dogs, dogs have got ones which means that they can see yellows and blues yes. and greys. So it's similar to people that have got red-green colour blindness. Yeah. So so there's a, a condition in humans which um, is, uh, is on the X chromosome so it's spread from mums to to their sons so it's more commonly uh, seen in males right. where because my dad's got it yeah um so where they can't really tell the difference between reds and greens they're just sort of different different shades of yeah. gray that's why they have those dot patterns isn't it when you go to the optometrist yes correct. Or, you yeah. know they show it when, when you're a little kid more and they show those dot patterns you see the numbers or if you've got that color blindness you don't see anything i suppose or, or you see some random thing i've never known just I'm just just, well, it's just great. Just, yeah, just, right. just, just oh, great. great. So you yeah. don't actually see the image, yep. which is um, actually how they tested dogs to try and see which right. way they, uh, what different colours they can see. They so asked them what number they could see. Yeah, yeah. R- r- six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it a six or a nine? I can't tell. <laughs> to turn it upside down. Hold Stupid up the number God. of. Hold up your number of digits that you're seeing. <laughs> 
Yeah, the, the dog, it's, it's seven and the dog's looking at its hand going, no, nah, you're, you're, you're just being an I've ass. I've lost my yeah. dew claws. I yeah. can't count. <laughs> I can only go up to four. Um, uh, so so what they did is they trained the dogs using a, a, a touch screen um, to be able to tell when there was a different colour. So there'd be two of the same colour and one of a different colour. The dog would touch the different colour and then they'd be given a treat. Right. So, so what they could then do is they could then say, right, so the dogs can tell the difference between yellows and blues and blues and yellows. Um, but then when they put the other colours on there the dogs couldn't actually tell the difference. But what the dogs would do, the dogs knew, right, if I touch the screen, I'm going to get a treat, yeah. right? Because I've done, they've done that all the other times, but then the dogs are only getting it right 33% of the time. So ah. it was just random. So that's why they, they could sort of tell that, yeah, okay, these dogs can tell what the, uh, when there is a different color there, yeah, or if clever. it's the, if they've got, the colours that are outside of the spectrum that the dogs can see in, then that's the they they, they just can't see and it's yeah, right. just up to random. So so that's for dogs. So dogs can see yellows and blues. Yeah. Right. Um and but yeah, reds and greens are all just a little bit mishy mashy okay. and not too sure. Um uh, in uh, let's see, yeah. So what that's about the, your cats? You got so your cats? in cats, right? Um, so uh, in the paper that I found, or the 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 one where the guy, this guy was talking about, it said cats too can be trained to do this, but only if researchers use treats that a cat finds irresistible. Oh, right. But then I've read other things of where trying to work out what cats are doing. There's been a lot of discrepancy with cats. So so cats at one stage were thought to be dichromates. Yeah. Then they were thought to be trichromates because right. they were, they thought that they could actually see in the green spectrum and yeah. that they could tell the difference between red and green. But then I found another study um, recently where um, you know it's it seems like that the cats were maybe a little bit smarter than the researchers and the cats sort of worked out <laughs> it different, surprise different me at things. All. Yeah, so, yeah, so what they've okay. worked out, so, that, so they reckon that the cats are still dichromates, but what they've got, they've got this sort of funny thing where in the middle, where there would normally be that third, um, that third sort of peak of activity, cats have got something that's not an actual sort of functioning um, cone, but it's something that allows them to be able to see in that, um, you know, see things there. So they reckon that it oh, might yeah. have something to do with when they're trying to um, see things moving really fast. So it's like an adaptive process so that the cats can go, right, oh, hang on, zoom, there goes something, or zoom, there goes something. So they have to be able to follow things really quickly. So they can still only see things in two colours, but they've got something there in that, in that middle spectrum. Wow, that's really interesting. So like... It's, it's always one of me. So you're saying dogs can't differentiate red from green. Correct. Yep. So you've got your seeing eye dog. Yes. Comes up to the lights. Yep. There's the walkie man there. Yep. He's green or he's red. Yeah. How do they know? But how do they know before that? Before they had the noise? Oh, well, the, the, the noise is always there. Do you reckon it's it? always, that hasn't always been there? When I was a little boy, it wasn't really? there. Really? Yeah, well, yeah. were they guide dogs back then, though? Yeah. There were dogs. There were do- I'm pretty sure there were dogs in hospital. <laughs> Surely there were guide dogs. So I don't know. No, I reckon the um the the sound's been there as well. Or it might even be the um the well I don't know. Yeah, it's not always, sure. I always wondered that because you yeah. know I've always known there they can't see red and uh, red and uh, green very easily. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. the walk and the stop signs they're not that much different. You know the walkie man and the stop man. No, or, no. Or lady. Or lady. Yeah, they've got, they got the got the lady ones yeah, too. Exactly. Yeah, which is good. Anyway. Oh, um, good. I'm pleased to research that, and you've, you've solved that for me. Right? Yeah. That's great. Um, but, but I think the thing that um, that I found with interesting about it is when you're choosing about um, your your dog's toy colours. 
Mm. You know, mm. so so it'd probably be worth. You know, that's probably the reason why dogs love tennis balls because they're they're yellow yeah. and they can see the yellow on the green or in the the blue yeah, of the right. sky you know, that they can actually differentiate it yeah, really that's well. Interesting. So you know, um, because the thing that made me think that is that you know a lot of the um like the 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 Kong shoes and things like that, most of those are all red. They're all red, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. 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 So so whether or not the dogs, yeah, you because know, the dogs probably find them because of the sense of smell because often you're putting treats yeah, and stuff in food. there. They, oh, that's the thing. I think their sense of smell perhaps over overrides what they're seeing. Well, that's and, right. Yeah, because because they don't need to see colour. I mean, dogs they only see stuff so they can hunt it and try and find it. The so interesting thing with dogs is colour. Is you remember? Do you remember the olden days with the tube tellies, mate? Do you remember, yes, do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, I think yeah. there were guide dogs at that time. Uh, at that time, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Thank, yeah thanks, <laughs> thanks for that. And uh, the, the, so the tube tellies, well, they they flicker. Because they're yes. plugged into the mains, they flicker at 50 to 60 hertz. Yes, yeah, yeah. So in the olden days when they had those, most dogs, because yeah. of the rate that their eyes refresh, yeah. we can see the, the picture like it's constantly on, but they actually saw the picture like it was flickering. Oh, really? So they technically, and there were some dogs that could for some reason, but they technically couldn't watch TV. Right. So you wouldn't get any of these dogs that reacting to see other animals on the TV. You yeah, know? okay. But now when I go into house calls, yeah, you know, everyone's got the LCD, the LED TV. Yes, they yeah. don't flicker. Yeah, so yeah. all these dogs, they're chasing other dogs. They're watching the David Attenborough, you know, yeah, cheetahs, yeah. cheetahs running around. The, 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 the Madagascan, you know. Lima. Uh, Lima. Lima. The Boom, lemurs. got it. Yeah. I, see, I thought it might have been Lima, but I thought, oh, is it Lima? Yeah, or not? Lim- no, the lemurs. I think it's a Lima, but then there's one other one that's got the big eyes. Perhaps yeah. what we can do, a Madagascar listener, if yes. they could send us an email and just tell us what we're trying to talk about. <laughs> it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't get it, but we could, we'd love to we'd love to hear from you. Be Absolutely, awesome. yeah. But, so, but yeah, with the new TVs, yes, the dogs can they can see it, and so we've got dogs going crazy. You know, I often get people saying, you know, put on any sort of dog show, the dog's up and it's running around or gets gets really worked up. So yeah, right. Real, real noticing change in their eyesight with that. So. Well, that's, yeah, yeah, because it's just that, it's that flicker rate because they have to be able to follow things so much quicker than what um, than what we have to. Well, yeah, you know? I think so. I think, yeah, just so in the old days, I guess they don't even see the, I see the TV's like flickering, I suppose. So there's some thought even with that LED or LED lights we've got now. Yeah. When you set up a vet clinic, you know, that you try and put lights in there that don't have the same flicker rate because we see them as on all the time but they're actually flickering wow. and so that can really annoy some dogs and set them off at, at yeah, vet right. as well. So. Well, we, you know how annoying it is if you're, um, uh, you've got a, a fluorescent bulb, you know, mm. like one, one of the old mm. tubes and it's, it's just going flickety, flickety, flick. It drives you insane. It's horrible. It's a bit like the heroin lighting in the toilets, mate. In the backs of buses. When you can't find your veins, it's terrible. Well, that, that's, we just—we uh, it's important for us because we need it, sometimes we need to get blood from a dog in a toilet that's you know uh, of course. blue. Hang on, yeah. what? Of course. Wait, yeah, that's what I meant. What did you think I meant? Alrighty. Um, so there you go. So that's um, yeah, I thought that was uh, interesting. Good so, stuff. So you know, get get yellow toys for your dogs, and you know, because I thought about it with cats. You know how cats chase the um the the laser the laser lights. Yes. So if yes. cats are supposed to not be able to see red, then they must just be seeing the seeing the movement. Seeing you know, the seeing, movement. Seeing the, flicker, yeah. the flickering oh, of it. So yeah. don't get me on laser lights. I'm not a big fan. Of no, those no, for I don't. Cats. I did. Can't yeah. imagine you would be. Yeah, yeah kicking the. Uh, yeah, that's episode twenty three. Yeah, we'll talk about that <laughs> yeah. one. Starting, starting now. <laughs> when we get to the end of it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. Excellent. Good stuff, mate. Now, what do you got, mate? Oh, something's really bugged me this week, mate. Go for it. I. It's about vaccines. Yeah, and, right. Yeah. You know, it's been it's been sort of bubbling away, and I wanted to bring it up. Yep. 
But, you know, I've got a post on a Facebook page and I'm not sure someone shared it, I think, on some sort of veterinary network page and the comment from someone is a question. Do vaccinated animals run the same risk of autism? Uh, And the reply from... I won't say their name. They've replied, actually, yes. Oh, my My aunt has a chihuahua with autism. Fully vaccinated, three pounds, two years old, hates being around other chihuahuas, lives in his little doghouse all by himself, and if other chihuahuas get near him, he lets them know to leave him the hell alone. Sad reality. The toxic metals in vaccines damage animals, uh, sorry, damage humans and animals. And that just got my guard up, mate. Like, My goodness. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Well, number one, basically she's talking about a normal chihuahua. Yes. Hates, hates other dogs. They hate other... Hates yeah. people, hates yeah. strangers. That's, yes. That's pretty normal for Absolutely. a chihuahua. Yes. But the thing is, is you know, the, the whole... You know, the first thing is that autism and, and uh, vaccinations totally disproved. Absolutely. You know, in humans. Yes. You know, there was that... Um, was, was in was The it? Lancet? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yep. Andrew Wakefield, the doctor, you know, 1998 study... Totally discredited, withdrawn. Yep. He was struck off the registry for trying to say that measles, mumps, rubella vaccine, you know, caused autism. Um, you know, it was found he was being, uh, he was representing a group who were litigating against the the vaccination right, okay. manufacturers, um, and so totally been disproven, totally yep. debunked. Number one, so yep. that you know, um, yeah, animal humans cannot get vac- uh, autism. From from vaccination, it's yep. proven false uh, claim. Yep. Number two, there's no evidence that dogs get autism. Absolutely, none. zero, zip, yep. zip, none at all. So, and then the other day, I had a client come in as well, and they didn't want to get their dog vaccinated, right? Because their previous dog had caught had got cancer, and they thought because they talked to their naturopic friend, or yes, or I think it was a natural friend of theirs. An he alternative said, medicine. Exactly. Um, he said, no, it's the vaccines that cause the cancer. Now, you and I both know the only type of cancer that's known that can be caused by some types of cancers is a lump that they can get, like a sarcoma. Yep, yep. Lump. By a vaccine. Yeah, yeah. Yep. By, by a vaccine. There's no link at all with any other cancers. No. At all. And even that cancer is really, really rare. Have you ever seen a vaccine induced sarcoma? Uh, we, we at all? One. One, one, yeah. one was about a, I reckon, seven or eight years ago in, yeah. in, in a cat. In a cat oh. that, that had um, uh, had been vaccinated with, um, yeah, a, a vaccine. Yeah, you know, bang. Um, yeah, FLV, was it? Yeah, it was yeah. FLV. Yeah, yeah, yeah So, yeah. same. I reckon not same. Exactly the same, I reckon. Same sort of time frame. Yeah. Um, you know, and it got a lump at the back of its neck and been done for FLV, you know, years ago. Which years before. We don't yep. tend to use so much, certainly in Melbourne. Do you use FLV? I don't. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't. And I, I, um, I think big, I look for it. You know, I test for it in the in the right cases, um, and they don't come up as positive. So I find it hard to try and say to people, "I think we should be vaccinating your cat for FLV when I think it's something that we don't actually." So, given that there is that, that there is that that potential causal link in a small number of cats of getting that um, that uh, vaccine associated sarcoma. Yeah, exactly. No, so yeah, I mean it's the big ones are, are the FLV vaccine and the rabies vaccine, I think. Any yeah, they say any sort of killed vaccine in cats can cause it. But anyway, that's sort of getting getting off the topic. It's yeah. really, really rare. Yes. You know, and, and oh, incredibly thi- rare. Yeah. yeah and yeah. the thing is, you know, yes, we do see vaccine reactions. Yep. But the most sort of reactions we see are, are acute reactions. Yep. That the 
dog or the cattle have before they leave the clinic. Absolutely. You yep. know, they'll have a, you know, sometimes a swelling or maybe yep. they get, uh, you know, they're very, very rarely an anaphylactic type reaction where yeah. they need urgent sort of treatment. That's really, I don't think I've ever seen that to a vaccine. I don't know if you have. Uh, no, I've, uh, most of the time it's just itchy. You yeah. know, so you're given the injection, they, it's, a, it's a local reaction, yes. like a local yeah. little itch. Oh, yes. Um, and then, uh, then from there, uh, I've, you have a couple of times where um, the dogs will, um, uh, like they might poo in the, um, in the consult room. Oh, um, right. And then they go out and then they vomit out in the waiting room. That's because, just because they don't like you, mate. Oh, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're just trying to hope that I step in it, you know. Yeah, especially if I'm wearing shoes with really big tread yeah. on it, you know. Yeah, you go, yeah, good luck getting out there with your stick trying to poke that out, mate. Yeah, go yeah. and put that on the car upholstery, hey. Yeah. <laughs> and step that um, in the car. Yeah, and um, and then yeah, yeah, de- you know, uh, oh, gee whiz, you know, yeah, you'll see them where they might have a. I've, I've had a couple of cats over the you know over the years that have had you know transient fever. You yes. know, um, yeah, that's common. You know, okay, and, go a bit um, flat for twenty four hours, maybe on it. Yeah, you know, maybe a bit of fever, and they come back in. Yeah, you see, do see that a bit, but but we don't see any long term, do we? Really? No. We might see there's some sort of possibility of a link with the hemolytic anemia that 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 could that like a sti- mediated sort of thing. Yeah. But we don't. There's nothing proven at all that the vaccines we give are causing any problems long term. But there's this big push, you know, as there is with the anti-vaxxers for for humans. I reckon it's starting to come into the animals, yeah. where people are saying, you know, why am I vaccinating my my animals for these diseases? And we're starting to see some recurrence of those diseases. So. The one that um, that comes to mind is panleukopenia in cats. Absolutely, the yeah. Parvo in cats. There was an outbreak in Sydney and in Melbourne. Yes, just, just sort of recently, um, and and that's linked to a lack of people vaccinating their, their cats from from a really young age. A loss of herd immunity. Yeah, exactly, yeah. herd immunity. So. You know, it is really important. I mean, we're aware of this whole vaccinating thing and people sort of say, well, I don't vaccinate myself every year. Well, mm. kind of you do. If you have the flu vaccine, you vaccinate yourself Absolutely. every year. Yep. So we, we tend to vaccinate the animals every year, but we, we are appreciating that maybe the vaccines last longer. Yeah. So there are some new three-yearly vaccines available. Yep. Um, uh, but certainly there are still vaccines that, that the respiratory viruses, like the flu vaccine in humans, that we yep. still need to give every 12 months. Absolutely. So yep. it is really important that you do get to your vet. Your vet will do an examination and they'll be the judge of what vaccines you need for what area you're in. Yeah. But make sure you take their recommendation. Yeah. And have that vaccination. Have so the conversation, I think, is the big thing. You know, like there's a, there are... There's always different options. You know, the main thing is, and I think the, the World Small Animal Veterinary Association guidelines, the, the big thing for them is, you know, that all animals should be vaccinated, you know, and it's that thing of then trying to work out, right, well, so how often and with what yeah. and everything is then determinant on the animal, their risks, yeah. and, and, and what's around in the environment. Your location, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So, um, like, I, I think the, um, like, I, I've only ever seen one case of distemper, right? right. And that was, that was when I was in England. Um, yes. It was a little puppy that had distemper. Um, when I was a kid, I saw um, puppies that had distemper, you know, so I, I remember. There were puppies around when you were a kid, mate. Wow. Oh, there were, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I, think they, they, yeah. I think there were even guide dogs around then too. We had tube TVs and everything. It was fantastic. They didn't have any of these OLED TVs that David Warner's trying to sell. Um, what but, about the noises on the traffic lights? Did you have those when you were a kid? 
I, I, I don't know, mate. Did, mate. I must be a bit older than I was, you. I was, I, was, I was a good kid. I always just used to hold mum's hand. You know? I, I didn't have to worry about that sort of stuff until I got older, Lewis. You, know? you, wouldn't, hold your, the, you wouldn't hold your dad's hand. He'd walk you on the red light by the sound of it. You okay, you would have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because I talked to him about it. And he said, yeah, look, I can I can tell the difference from, from shades. You know, because he used to play footy and stuff too, you know. So, yeah, the red ball on the green, you know, around oh, the green grass right. and everything. Everyone's yeah. wondering, why is he, why is he doing um, Ty Vickery and taking imaginary marks <laughs> around the ground? <laughs> he wasn't very good. So, you know, <laughs> that's probably Maybe one that of the many it. reasons why he never got anywhere with it. Maybe, Maybe. you needed a pair of, the, you know, those 3D glasses. Oh, Maybe yes. a pair of those would have helped him. Yeah, that would have done all right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably we'd been around earlier. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, you know, talk to your vet, get, get. Get your your pet in every twelve months for a, for a check at yeah. least as they're older every six months exactly and talk to your vet about what they're vaccinated. I've got no problems at all with people asking what am I getting the, my animals vaccinated for because if I'm giving their their animal any sort of treatment, whether or not that's an anti-inflammatory, an antibiotic, or whatever, I want people to know what it is that I'm giving them. Yeah. I can actually justify it, and yeah. I can say, "Yeah, this is the reason why we're treating your dogs with this stuff." Yeah, fully you know, informed. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And if the owners go, "Well, look, can we try this, or what are my other options?" Absolutely. Yeah, we'll sit down and we'll have the conversation about what those options are. Exactly. But then, but then we can make an informed choice about what the yeah. best thing is for that pet. Spot on. Yeah, you know, read all the stuff on Facebook. Read all the stuff on Google. But for goodness' sake, come to your vet. Yeah, and actually discuss what is actually true. And what is just bunkum that's made up by you know all these all these groups that are out there that are pushing whatever their their cause is and and saying you know these silly things like you know dogs get autism it's mm. just not just and get autism from vaccines of all things it's just just it just doesn't exist fake you news know, yeah fake <laughs> news I love it. fake you know, news you, can, you know even nowadays if you're really worried your vet can talk about doing uh, a, a blood test yes which can give you an idea on some of the diseases we vaccinate for. And whether or not your dog or uh, just dog, actually, they're not available for cats, whether or not your dog um, needs a vaccine, but it doesn't actually test for all the things that we vaccinate for. So you spend your money on a what's called a titer test. Yeah. And it might say, oh, yeah, your dog's fine for parvovirus, but it doesn't really tell you about kennel cough. Yep. You know, so, so it is important to have the chat with your vet. Uh, you know, trust your vet. Yeah, they've got the they've got the education. They've got the the backup of science behind them, and get off Facebook. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, the interesting thing with the um the uh the titer tests because um uh, when uh I was at the uh, well, we were at the conference um last year at oh, the yeah? at, at the uh, ASAVA conference last year where magic happens where magic happens yeah yeah up at the Gold Coast yes, yeah yeah, yeah. Bris Vegas. <laughs> Well, that's all, uh, again, another friend of the show, uh, Willow, he's up at the uh, up at Brig Bris Vegas at the conference now. Well, we would, the a, the we would be conference. the AVA conference, wouldn't we, Robbie? But they wouldn't pay our airfares. Oh, it's terrible, What's terrible. All that? The AVA, they need to come to the party. Well, I think the AVA president um, likes us on Instagram. Do you reckon we can try and hit her up to try and go in and um, do a, a, a live, uh, you know, a walk around at the industry display at the um, ASAVA conference I, this year in I Melbourne? Like, I like your thinking, mate. That'd be I a bit like of think, fun. But given the success, we, success we've had in Charlie Pickering over good the point. last week. Oh, I don't think we'll push the we social push media no, aspect no, too no. much further. Good, good point. I must um, say, she's got beautiful hair, though. She's got some real hair on point. It's a, it's a, it's a, a very, a very uh, well manicured coif yeah, of, of, of hair. Coif, coif of hair. <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, wait, what was that? Um, oh, that's right. The the um the the tighter tests, right? Yes. So um, so I you know. 
so the tighter test, I, I think in um, so what they call like a semi-quantitative thing of where they can say this is the amount of this antibody that you've got for yes. this disease in the blood. Yes. Um, and that that's then supposed to be yeah there's a level that then you go right well that's protective or not protective yeah sure um and and i i got a um a box of them and i was having a bit of a play with them at work yes. you know testing different dogs like dogs that were overdue dogs that were um that were up to date and different things to see yep. what sort of protection we actually had test your own blood yeah my own blood yeah, yeah, how's yeah. my parvo fully going? up to date yeah yeah i mean all, all, the, all those times where i go deal with those you know sick puppies and don't wash my hands and go and have lunch you know <laughs> No, that's horrible. Um, that's a horrible thought. That, oh, those times the, uh, when I worked at the Lord Smith ones, you go in the Parvo puppy room oh. where they're in the ISO room. Oh, it's just horrible. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, because I was talking to one of the clients about it um, and because we're talking about, right, so what, because it was actually a dog who had um, immune-mediated hemolytic anemia. Right, yes. And so we made the, the, the decision that, okay, right, so, so this dog that has had this immune-mediated disease do we want to try and risk giving uh, while the risk would be minuscule yes. that the vaccine would stimulate it this dog was lucky to make it through it had two yeah. blood transfusions yeah. and so it's like you know what we we live in an area where so many dogs are vaccinated yes we're, we're going to trust the herd immunity that the that um that this dog will be protected but this dog was then going into kennels. And so I said, right, well, I've got one of these tests. We can test for it and see whether or not it's got adequate um, antibody levels. And so we were able to do it. But when I was talking to the clients about what that means and things, I said, now, what I can tell you is that today your dog has got adequate antibody yes. levels. But I can't tell you, is that dog then going to have adequate antibody levels next month mm. or in six months or in 12 months? And that's part of the, I guess, the something that hopefully will you know may change in the next 10 15 years that we can come up with a better predictor of how long yeah. that immunity is going to last for because if you can't like if if i knew that rosie had antibodies now you go okay right well that's great that rosie's my dog my whippet yeah, yes but then if i don't know right well is that still going to be there in six or 12 months well i'm going to vaccinate her because i know that the vaccine is registered to stimulate the immunity for that period of yeah, time yeah so that's right yeah, you don't know if it's rising or it's dropping or what it's doing do you just give yeah. a one-off snapshot absolutely so, yeah. sort of what's going on. actually speaking of those tests it reminds me there was a test that was brought out oh i don't know years ago and i think the test was was looking at um, allergies in, in dogs, I think it was. And the idea behind it, I think, was that you would send in a sample of hair from the dog. Oh, okay. And they would test the hair and they would come back and say, oh, your dog is allergic to flea saliva. Right. It's allergic to uh, chrysanthemums. Yes. Um, allergic hard to... Work, y- yeah. know, yeah, allergic <laughs> to... <laughs> yeah, allergic to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aller- allergic to the footy team getting yeah, getting beaten yeah, by six yeah, goals. Yeah, yeah, allergic to, you know, lemurs and Le- yeah, whatever it would come back as. <laughs> and so it would, you know, it would give you an idea of what your dog... So I think down, down at the uni, they, they thought, oh, well, we'll test this test out. So they got a whole lot of samples of all different dogs and cats and, you know, put them, put them all in. Then they got somebody's hairbrush. Yes. And they trimmed the bristles off the hairbrush and put it in a sample pot and sent them all off as a, pulled, uh, as a sample. Yes. Well, the hairbrush 
came back as being allergic to uh, to to uh, to fleas, allergic to you know to dandelions, to ryegrass. Wow! So they they actually by doing that they just went that's a load of rubbish. That yes. Test. So it was an interesting little experiment. I remember them doing. It. I think it might have been when I was a student, but it was, it was fantastic. So wow! Don't don't go for, don't go for the uh, hair testing allergy uh, kind of scenario. I don't think. Pretty sure that was an online kind of scenario. Yeah. That sort of test. So. Rightio. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it smells a little BSy. Oh, yeah, it does it what, mate? <laughs> <laughs> all righty. Now, look, mailbag, I think we're up to. Mailbag, all yes. All for vaccines. What's in the mailbag? Interesting mailbag this week. We've got, a, we've got an email just addressed to you. Ooh, yeah. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Hi, Robbie. My dog, Walden, has a sore eye. When he's looking at me, it looks like he's winking. I'm worried my other dog, Kennedy, may have scratched him when we were playing with this when they were playing with their stuffed toy train nice i'm a big fan of your show and keep up the work keep up the good work regards cp no cp now i hang on cp hang on. i thought what's 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 going on so as i did i got on google yes looked up well, a link between cp walden and kennedy the two dogs names yeah it was a certain CP. Any CPs we talk about on the show much? Oh, well, oh my goodness. You know, your old mate I feel Char- like I'm blushing a little bit here, your mate. Your old mate Charlie Pickering, in an interview, I have a West Highland Terrier called Walden and a Scottish, Scottish Terrier called Kennedy. Walden's full name is W.G. Snuffy Walden, <laughs> <laughs> who is the composer of the music in the West Wing. Right. Kennedy is named after Bobby Kennedy but also my grandmother's family from Scotland were Kennedys. Right. I think we finally got the contact we've been looking no, for, Robbie. No, no. Yeah, that's a setup. You set that no, up, haven't you? No, mate. This is genuine. No really? way. No way. <laughs> no way. Like, are you serious? He's, he's reaching out to you, mate. He's reaching out. What's your advice? Oh, my goodness. He's Char- winking at you while they're playing with their toy train. Is there he's, any he's, links to trains at all? Trains? I don't but, know about stuff. you chasing stuff the puppy trains? Billy or something? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, hang on. There you go. I knew you were like... (laughs) When I saw the thing, you had so... so (laughs) Come on, mate. Come on. Give give the guy a break. He's winking at you. Come on, mate. <laughs> too damn gullible, Lewis. Yeah, because when you send it through to me, right? So, so, um, so you sent me through, and I've looked, and I've gone. Well, all right. So that's a bit weird, you know. And I saw the stuffed toy train one, and I and I've gone. Look, I've seen weirder toys. I've seen weirder toys. A stuffed toy train. Yeah, look, you know, I'll, I'll go with that. But um, yeah, no, you had me hook, line, and sinker, man. Nice oh, look, one. Look, I think if we've got an eye problem, you need to go to vet straight away. CP. Yes, absolutely. Whoever CP. you are, but uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Whoever you may may be. Maybe you know. we finally got the contact you've been waiting for. <laughs> Well, mind you, though, so you've set up for a good one there for people, though, when they, um, you know, uh, like if your dog does have a winky eye, you know, what I call a pirate eye, you know, it's oh, yeah. squinting at you, Arr. you know, um, if the eye is is uh, is squinting, it's showing it's a sign of pain. So, yes. so if you if your dog's got a got a squinty eye, or if it's red or it's discharging or it's winking at you and it comes out of the toilet, so I try, <laughs> or it goes back in again, yeah, keep What's going. Isn't that what you and Charlie were doing? You little locking there was eyes. No, there, was, there was no winking. There Are was much sure? eye locking. There was much eye locking. <laughs> I don't know. It was a bit windy, so it might have been. He might. He might have got some. So got some dust bit in of there. Dust in his eye. Oh, 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 sorry, Jay. <laughs> 
yeah. Oh, I think I'll stitch you up there. Oh, mate. mate, that was a hell of a stitch up, you know. Well, after you pulled out the um the Queen's letters that last time, I thought, no, hang on, hang on. He can't have not not in a week. Not He's gazumped in a week, we in a week this, with, yeah. with a with a reply from old Charlie. So like, oh my goodness. Oh, so pulled well, out all stops, mate, but we well, got nothing. Well, well, listeners, the um the, the offer's still out there. If anybody can, uh, yeah, every everybody hit up Charlie Pickering and you see. Like, I reckon we um we we should try and sort of line it up. So once we once we hit one celebrity that that recognises that we're alive, then we move on to the next yes, one. Yes, move on to the good. next one. Set, set us up as a challenge. It could be a hundred episodes before <laughs> Charlie finally acknowledges that. I reckon, mate. I'm just gonna be hanging around up at the Danny Nongs every week, just waiting for him to go back there again. He walk, he's got dogs. Just go where dogs dogs where he walks his dogs. I don't know where that might be. Where does he live? <laughs> Someone will know. Someone will know something. Come oh. on. Hey, we are like a bunch of stalkers. Though, oh well, we are a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. That guy. Um, how did you get Olive's name? Your cat. Where did that come up with? Uh, Where'd you come up with that one? Deb, Deb, um, my wife, uh, she wanted a black cat. Yeah. And so, of course, being the the, the, the doubtful husband. Yes, yeah. The supplier of everything needed. Yes, I, yeah. I, um, I, we, there was a rescue cat at a local vet clinic and I, it was a black cat. And I said, all right, we'll take her. Yeah, yeah. And came home and, and of course, uh, being the, again, the... The doubtful husband, the um, subsu- no, no, I wouldn't say not that. subservient, no, not at all. Uh, loving, loving, husband. yes, yeah. uh, happy I, wife, happy I, yeah, life, exactly. I yeah. let her choose the name, and she chose Olive. So nothing, nothing too exciting. Oh, nothing there. too exciting there. Yeah, yeah. Why, why? Why do you ask? Oh no, I was just wondering. Oh. I, I just, I just, I'm, I'm interested in the um, yeah, the 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 things that we can like, and reading about Charlie Pickering's things of you know after naming his dogs. Yeah, I, I thought, well, that's oh, out, that's out of left yeah. field, and so that's why I thought, well, actually, that's um, yeah, nothing that's exciting there. Mate, no. that was a bit of a downer, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what about Rosie? How'd you name Rosie? So, um, so Rosie, um, when she was, uh, so her litter, I think her, um, her dad's, um, because she's a whippet, so her dad's, um, you know, um, you know, breed name I think was um the Flying Scotsman, so oh, named yes. after the the boat that sunk. Yes. So they named all the puppies after boats that sunk, oh, you know. Right. And so, um, so she was um the Mary Rose. So, so yeah, her right. name was Mary Rose. Yes. So we called her Rosie. Oh yeah, the um, World War Two submarine that sunk off um, off Calcutta. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. I'll, I'll take no, it with it. No. I know that I know it was a boat Robbie. That you sunk, are very gullible. Yeah, I know. Don't right? don't sink for that one. <laughs> Um, well, there, so so that was how we got Rosie's one. So yeah. so she was Mary Rose, and we went Rosie, and then we got the two cats, Melvin and Parker. Um, so Melvin um, is named Melvin for two reasons. One is, um, have you ever heard of Bill Hicks, the comedian? Yeah, I think we went through this podcast oh, yeah, yeah, so one outside so the library. Podcast one, podcast yeah, one. yeah, we did yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah go on. Um, yeah. Uh, and um, and yeah, so and Parker's just yeah, you know, we're trying to come up with another. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, was, I always go Parker's. Like, I, th- I think Parker Spider-Man. was the name of the butler in. Um, oh, Peter, oh, that'd be a good one. No, yeah. I think it was the um, the other Parker. I always got in my head is um, I think Parker was the name of the uh, the butler in um, in Thunderbirds. Did you ever oh, watch Thunderbirds? Yeah, 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 yeah. the old marionette yeah, puppets yeah, one. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. So Ro- Rosie's a much better story than the cats. Yeah, ones, right. You always yeah, yeah. read the story too. Yeah, we might edit, <laughs> might edit all that out. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, they put in an edit point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, mate. Excellent. Well, That's you got anything it. else? No, 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 no. I think I think we put You're a fork in this one. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty, we'll fantastic, guys. Episode right. ten done. Yep, fantastic. So uh, you know, send us an email, hit us up on all the socials, um, and uh, we'll we'll see you next week. Yeah, peace out, everybody. Bye. Cheers, bye. 
Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or send an email to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at vetbehaviorist, and more importantly, as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives, be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle.